Hi, I'm Carrie Adams and you're listening to Carrie's Corner. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers, the people who make it happen in the liquor industry around the world. So, let's get sipping. Well, today on Carrie's Corner, I have Martin Smith, who is the passerine owner and winemaker. He makes absolutely gorgeous wines. We know him from all kinds of other labels as well, which we'll get on to and speak about. But for here and now today, we're talking about a wine that I got sent up for tasting, and I have tasted it, and it's delicious, and you all need to know about it. Martin Smith, thank you for joining me on Carrie's Corner. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, fine. Thank you for having me. Martin, dark. So I think we, we've chatted about this before. I remember the Midnight Cab, which was completely and utterly delicious. I think this part makes up part and parcel of your of your elements um, range of wines from Passerine. Dark is the Syrah. We'll talk about it in much more depth. But I want to tell my listeners and my viewers a little bit more about Martin Smith, the man, because you are an extraordinary character and a force to be reckoned with when it comes to winemaking in South Africa. So born in Ashton, and you said that your dad was working at the Ashton Co-op, which needs not too much introduction. Correct, yeah. So my dad uh, was the winemaker at the time at, at the Ashton Co-op. And um, yeah, I was, so I was born in the town of Ashton. Um, shortly after my birth, we moved to Worcester, um, and my dad started um, the Breedafi Bottling Co-op. So um, it's basically a, a massive stationary bottling plant, and it serves all of the, the wineries around Worcester and Robertson and that. Um, and I grew up um, in Worcester and matriculated there. And shortly after that, I went to work um, for Ameren Cork. So I was about 18 years old. Um, and I stayed in Portugal for one year. Um, I actually, yeah, so the, it was fantastic learning school for me. So I did a whole bunch of tests. Um, and then when I returned to South Africa, I started um, studying at Elsenburg. Um, finished that, and then I went to the United States where I worked for Louis Vuitton, Moyet Hennessy, for about 10 years. I saw that. What did you mm. do for them? Were you one of two quadrillion people working in the LVMH <laughs> space? Yeah, I um, I worked for um, for Newton, which is um, it's in St. Helena. So they... Um, so Moet Hennessy owns a, a bunch of um, very well-known brands, but on the wine side and spirit side, there's only two houses that they have in in um, in, in Northern America, and that is um, um, Domaine Chandon and then Newton Vineyard. And so they kind of got Newton Vineyard through the acquisition of Verflico, which Verflico bought Newton, um, I think, in the middle 90s or somewhere yes. like that. So that... So that whole brand got grandfathered in, so that's how they owned it. Um, and I worked there as a winemaker for about ten to five, uh, five years for Cosentino, and then and then five years for for Newton. So, wow, was, that must have been an amazing well. an amazing experience for you, because first of all, the states is a completely different kettle of fish when it comes to wine, mm-hmm. and secondly, LVMH is a tough school to cut your teeth in, hey. Yeah, so well, you got massive budgets and all that. So it was it's a fantastic learn school because you can you have all the toys to your to your ability that you can have. 
So basically, if I wanted an optical sorter or anything like that, I'll just put it in the budget and then um, and approve it. I remember <laughs> my, my things credit... have changed when you get home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my credit card there, my 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 company credit card had a ten thousand limit, and that was before I had to declare anything. So I could just go oh, and buy wow. stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, what a pleasure. Um, so you came and I from America. The... Yeah. Oh, sorry. You remember? No, so I, I don't think I wanted to say. Yeah, so basically we, we, we got all of the, you can buy anything from their brand of, of things for almost like 50% off. So like the Tag Warriors and Thomas Pink Suits and all of that stuff, like you name it. There, so. so did you come home stuffed to the gills with luxury goodies? No, I spent all my money on, on traveling back and forth to, between South Africa and, and, and the States. So it was really... I can't, um, imagine I, you in a, I can't imagine you in a Thomas Pink shirt with double cough collars and cuffs <laughs> yeah, and no, tag I, 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 watches and i can't imagine i've exchanged that for for a two-ton shirt so like I'm sure. <laughs> or in or no, another bottle kidding. of wine yeah yeah that's a that's the thing no Last so it was um yeah you you came home after 10 odd years of massive experience i think and and chose to bring it back home which is fantastic for us and I think we better be honest and tell everybody right up front that you were the winemaker behind Villa Fonte, which is a which is a brand of monumental proportions at this stage of the game. You were there right from the from the beginning stages, I think, weren't you? Um, no. So were you an assistant there first and then became the winemaker, or not? No, I think the 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 the, the, the true story is like Miles Massab was the first winemaker. Um, well, I think the wines were made at Dukara, and then Bernard yes. was winemaker after that, and then I came in, um, but all working under the very close eye of Zelma Long, the, the matriarch of that brand. So she, she um, is a wonderful woman. Yeah, she. We all yeah, know right. Zelma and Phil have have together with Michael have made a, a really iconic brand. But I know you were there for a very long time, eight or nine years. You were, weren't you? Yeah. So um, I remember I um, was still harvesting in the states at um, um, in 2010, and then um, and then we I moved over. So I flew over basically. I was topping barrels on on, on the Friday and landing in South Africa, working on the Monday. <laughs> so it was it was quite rough. And um, and Zalma, the thing about her, she's incredibly thorough. So I had about five one-hour interviews with her over um, when Skype was still a thing. So we, um, and then we agreed on everything and then and, and I came back and I, I worked with Olafonte for about seven years, working very close yes. with Mike. Oh. Yes. So, yeah. It's an amazing brand and one of my favorite wines still. I absolutely adore the Villafonte wine. But you in the meantime had other ideas. And you started Passerine. Tell us about Passerine. Okay, so Passerine was started already in the in the in 2013. So I spoke to Mike and Zalma, and I wanted to create my own thing. Like at that time, I, I wouldn't say that there was that many young winemakers trying to do their own thing. I think it only would be the beginning of the Swartan crew, like um, Andrea, Gibbon, and all of those. And then um, mm. and then I started. They allowed me to make. Um, but I think about, about five barrels total. Um, and that was the beginning of the marathon. Um, and then also the Elgin Chardonnay. So 
Um, the original, the 2013 vintage of the marathon was an exclusively Rustenburg wine. So I bought some Petit Redo that I had my eye on. And I spoke to Simon Murray about that, and uh, and they allowed, was trying to sell me that. And then also I asked him if I can buy some of your Chardonnay. There, um, there's no chance, but I can. They they had this vineyard in Elgin. At that time, also Elgin wasn't really that well known for for Chardonnay. They didn't want all of it, so they they sold part of it to me, and then um, and then yeah, the rest is history. I took a bottle to Michael Fridgen, and he really loved the wine, so. From there on, we, um, we um, and then yeah, so um, and so now we're we're already in our 2019 event. Um, in 2015, I, I spoke to my first um, um, over the, I had the first conversation with my pop my partner. Send Darby Mareda is your partner. Correct. Yeah. Isn't Darby Mareda? Well, he's a he's a guy from Venda, um, and he is a um, a very successful um, a coal miner. So and other things like he, he invests in, in in various of, of technologies and, um, and and minerals as well. Uh, incredibly intelligent guy and just a smart smart businessman. And loves wine clearly. He loves wine, so that's why that's why the first time that he tasted my wine, I think. And it how was, did you um, meet him? How did you meet in Derby? Um, he actually phoned me and then he said like he wanted to buy some wine um, just from, from, from the marathon and all that. And then after a while, he, in 2017, when I told him like I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm ready to, to go on my own, then um, um, he said like he's, he's, he, wants to, he wants in. So I, um, and then we, we started talking and we started talking a little bit more seriously. And then, uh, your that, winery is beautiful and your little tasting mm. room is too magnificent. Did you build that together with Ndaba? How do I yes, say his correct. name? So, Ndaba or Ndabe? Ndabe. Ndabe. So you two I think built... His real name is Ndaba Lashimi, if I, if I pronounce that correctly. Okay, let's leave that it name at Ndaba. He's too exotic, so he's going to... Yeah, so... Together with him, you built a beautiful little um, tasting room, which is legendary in, in the <clears> Cape, <throat> and you obviously purchased vineyards, or not? Correct. Yeah, so we basically have... have, have we saw a source from three areas, so we, it's, it's Stolbach, um, and then Franschuk and Elgin. So we don't own any land um, in Elgin, but um, in, in Franschuk, we own the property we're pastoring on now, and then also our... Biggest and, and and most valued property is in Silva, where um, we we we, we um, create all the or grow all the grapes that that's for for the Passerine Marathon. Um, I'm interested to in, hear that because yeah. I think I think that Tilbach is a hugely underrated part of the South African industry. I um, think so too. You know, it's 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 almost so like there's wines that come from there that you don't even know about. The people don't know come from Tilbach, but the fruit is delicious, isn't it? And it is it's very very good. So um, you know, Sarensberg and Rakes and all of that, and then also yes. Fable, um, yes. which makes me one of the best wines in South Africa. So yeah, I think if you think about Tilbach, the valley is almost like it's like Napa a hundred years ago. Oh, really? But the funny thing is, yeah, so like most people will plant, um, plant Syrah there, but I think it's actually better situated for, for, for Cabernet Sauvignon. 
Well, if your wines are anything to go by, I would put my money on you. So you, so you established your, you established your, your tasting room, your company. We'll talk about the name Passerine for five minutes. Where does Passerine come from? I know that it's got. It sounds to me like it's a sleeping tablet. <laughs> the name Passerine comes from it's it's a Latin name for the the group of birds that contains swallows, swifts, and martins. So oh, um, okay. I, so it's a, so Passeriformis is not the greatest name, but you know, I had to kind of make the name sexy, so I put a it just put just called it Passerine, and um, and then it's that kind of stuff. Very romantic, and as I said, it sounds to me like something I would take before bed to make sure that I had long sleeps and sweet dreams. <laughs> but you I can if you can finish the bottle, then yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, when did you build your tasting room and your facility? And it's just outside French, okay? Yeah, it's just it's 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 basically um just right at the entrance, just after the bridge, where um just after the school, mm. and mm. um so um it it was built in two thousand and eighteen. It it was part of the old La Chatein farm that still exists across the road from us. So, so I think my partner bought that back in two thousand and twelve. Um, and it lay dormant for a bit, and then and started um, building on it in 2015. Yeah. So it took, it's not a massive structure, so it kind of took only about three months to build. It's it's very light. It's like it's basically just um, glass, wood, it's wood and glass and steel and stuff. Steel, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. actually um, been um, been designed by a very famous architect. He's up from from your neck of the woods. His name is Etienne Stolz. Of um, SCS, SCS architect. Okay. Yeah. So he's, we're building now. Can, yeah. I'm quite happy to hear that you employed the services of a of a Hartinger for that. A, no, a northerner. <laughs> we get left out of everything. Yeah. So, Martin, onto the wines. At this stage of the game, what wine are you producing? I know you've got quite a lot. Run us through the different. Um, categories of wine that you have and you of course have white okay. and red so tell us and i tasted one i i keep on calling it china but i don't think it's called china what is your white wine? it, it, it is nice. actually called there, there is a is china, it china? <laughs> yeah. okay well we can talk okay. about that too so tell us all about your wine okay so we basically have the elements so that's the the, the broken down fragments of of pastor in the top range so we have the dark which is the syrah um, and then there's the Midnight, which is the Cabernet. Then there's the Sauvignon Blanc. Then the Rosé that's made from, from Carignan and Mouvet, called the Rosie. So in that, and then there's also a, a Chardonnay there um, that's called the Bright. So um, the, that's the, 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 the in, introduction range. Then we also have the Shiner, which is kind of an outlier. This is more like my creative abilities just to... Um, I, I, I don't know if there's any idea like that before, but it's it's a crime novel that I'm writing with the wine. So the idea is there's about 10 chapters and um, <clears throat> there's 10 wines coming out. So the first one was a, was a Bordeaux blend and then the, the second one is a white. Um, and it's a, um, it's a Sauvignon Blanc Semio. And then the, the third one is that's coming out now is, um, is, is also a, a Cabernet and a Petit Bordeaux blend. Um, so... The first, the first chapter I wrote, the second chapter Jenny Chris Williams wrote, and then the third chapter Dion May Mayer wrote. So, um, okay. 
it's, it's it's quite it's quite interesting so it's a uh, you know you get a dinner in a movie here you get a wine in a booklet so it's um it's very basic um, i want to i want to i want to write your last chapter or your second to last chapter well you can re- write the fourth chapter like it's um you can just take on after um, where dion mayer left it off so Done. Yeah. I'd love to. Okay. okay. We'll have, so um, you come stay with me in Johannesburg. We'll talk about it, and I'll do your fourth chapter. Okay. We make a plan. We make a plan. Let's move and on then from we... there. So that's so exciting because the the uh, the white Bordeaux blend, the Sauvignon Blanc Sauvignon that I tasted, is delicious, and I imagined yeah. it to be some story about some poor little boy who grew up on the streets and became a boxer. I had no idea hmm. what the story of Shiner was. Yeah, so it's 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 not exactly that. So it's it's about uh, a, a, an an old um, PI um, private investigator that kind of run down and all that, and then he um, and he get the, the 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 girl's parents who got m- missing hired him to to um, to go and find her, and then also he's a little bit of a rough guy, and and um, there's a lot of swearing and <laughs> it's just quite a little there's a lot of profanity in it, but it's 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 quite cool because there's really no limits. On, 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 on what you can do. And I found, and you kind of have to gauge the people you work with. Um, and, and then also with Dion as well, kind of thought like, okay, so there's swear words in, um, is he going to um, swear with it or going to add some swear words? And actually he did. So it was, it was quite on par with everything that we did. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's quite, quite, quite good and interesting. So then after the Shiner, we have um, our three top wines. Um, and it's basically our the the, the first um, which I call actually the protagonist Chardonnay. So it's it's the wine that we we got from Elgin, um, and that's been going on. Also, this one of, was the first one I made it's back in 2013, um, and we have we sourced from this one vineyard, and it's incredible soil. So I don't know if you've ever. Um, seen the soil in 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 Elgin. it's this red yes. red very red soil so in, in dense clay with this like popcorn kind of rocks in between um and like when it rains it li- literally looks like you've been slaughtering a pig it's so bloody bloody red yes um yes. and then in the end and that's what makes that wine so special um so it's always well a wine that we we like the oak it so it's about 30 percent um french oak and we definitely go all the way out and, and order the, the really impressive barrels from from saint romar the front of and that's your that's Cooper. your top end that's your top top end chardonnay yeah I've yeah yeah, yeah. it it yeah. has to be on my list of one of my favorite chardonnays in the country mm. it really is quite sublime it's beautiful yeah. so you've it's, got it's a wine that, that will chardonnay. last for about 15 years yeah yeah easily easily and then and then we then we have the the, the marathon. There's the, the 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 wine with the um with the little swallow on it. So that's a that's a cabernet, and in some years it's a cabernet petit verlot blend. It depends on the concentration that I get from the cab. And then we have the union where the the two um, elements, the, the the lady and the swallow, come together. And that's yeah. So that's called the union, and that's a it's a Syrah blend. And in some years, then I blend a little bit of um Carignan and a little bit Mouved in there as well. Was like a little northern. Road. It's such an extraordinary range of wine. You don't make huge and huge and huge amounts of it, I don't think. Um, no. It's available in selected sort of retailers, and of course you can get it direct. I'm sure from you. 
And then more yep. recently, you got involved with another really dear friend of mine called Nati Jankalovitz. And yes. I did a whole thing on Biz News, in fact, about the Bacco wines, which you are making for him, which are absolutely gorgeous. I'm loving those Bacco wines. They just, again, they've got Martin's and smell. Your wines have got gorgeous body. They, they're, quite, they're quite hefty. They're yeah. so balanced. They are so balanced and they are so polished and so delicious to drink, the white and the red. When you yeah. take a gulp of Martin's wine, you know that you've got wine in your mouth. <laughs> it's just delicious. You know, it's really, really, it's just what we want. So yeah. it never leaves you feeling like, oh, I wish that it packed a bit more of a punch on the entry or on the middle or on the back end. It, it, just, it just ticks the boxes. It's really, but... The top ends, whilst they're not cheap, I suppose in terms in world terms they are terribly inexpensive for what they are. Um, they just never ever fail to deliver. They are gorgeous, Martin. You are making some of the best wine in South Africa at the moment, and mm. I want everybody to understand that if they want one of the top 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 wines in South Africa, they have to go out and look for a passerine wine. They they all know about Villafonte because you I don't think you are you still making for Villafonte no hey no no so um I, I don't know if you know but Phil and Zalma actually have sold uh, their shares uh, yes in, in I went to so, their fire I went to their farewell party um it yeah, was I think very I saw sad you there. yeah uh, yes so, I, think um, I saw you there. Yeah, so um, um, I think Mike is now the sole owner of it, or about to be, um, and then they got a, 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 um, a young winemaker that um, that studied under me, or he was he interned with me, um, I think it was back in 2014, Christopher, who's the winemaker yes. now, so very, yes. very able young guy. Yes, so well, your legacy is there, I mean, for anybody to taste and touch and feel, mm. Your legacy sort of rests within many of the vintages of Villafonte as well. You've just yeah. launched into the Bacco, which I think is going to be a gorgeous wine in South Africa. Nati's energy is just unbelievable. Yeah. And your your prowess and his energy are the perfect recipe for great wine. And then, of course, Passerine. And I have to That's tell right. you, everybody, that I took a big fat sip of the Elements Syrah, the dark Syrah. And that's what it is. It's dark. It's sexy. You can almost be a bit scared of it. It's that kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Somebody said the label is quite scary. And it, um, there's a, there was a band about, I think, about 10 years ago called Corn, And they had yes. a label that looked quite similar to that. So yes, it, it, <laughs> there's, not all of them are, there, but this is definitely the scariest looking one. <laughs> Your labels are gorgeous. They are creative like you are. They're artistic. They send a message, they're meaningful, and the wines have to be explored. They absolutely have to be explored. I do ask because I have to, because all my listeners always want to know, do you have a favorite? And everybody always says the same, no, you can't have a favorite, but choose one for me. It just has to be today's favorite. Tomorrow can be different. Um, I, I would say probably the, the marathon is always the wine that I've it's it's something that's very dear to me because it, it makes the, the the type of wine that I cut my teeth on in the States. Like it's definitely got that beautiful polished tannins and then very balanced fruit profile and then also the, 
a, a fairly good oaking component. And then I, I guess in, in some ways those wines are a little bit old-fashioned now, but there's definitely the wine, the, the wine style but that I like. They're not old-fashioned. That is about as close to a classy Napa cab as any yeah. South African is ever going to get. And if we tell the South African drinking team that an, a good Napa cab is going to set them back a good few thousand rand a bottle. Yeah. Midnight and then this doesn't. one does not. Midnight no. doesn't. Midnight is around about five or five hundred. No, no. The, the so marathon is yeah, a marathon. Midnight. Is, marathon. Midnight is the marathon is now. Yeah. So that's a, that's about seven hundred, um, and the midnight is about two hundred and twenty rand. Yeah. Well, I mean, for goodness' sake, you can't yeah, really so go wrong, can you? No. You can't really. So yeah. Okay. So it's. I've been now. I, I think I've kind of um, torn out a little bit by. Um, but me and my wife, we also started a, a, our little family business, and that's called Atlas Swift. So it's um, it's also a little winery um, that's basically just based on on Chardonnays. And then I okay. I consult for yeah, so it's it's Passerine and then Atlas Swift, and then I consult for for two wineries called the one is Baco, and then I also am helping a guy in the Cedarburg called Crumber. So um, as on so you're a busy boy. Uh, I think so. I, uh, well, what is, um, Jordan, you, you kind of, you have to carry your maximum load. So I think I've reached that now. So 100%. That's, that's well, when you come and stay in Johannesburg, you come and stay yeah. with me. We're going to, we're going to write a chapter of your book and okay. I'll show you, I have had for 21 years, I've had the same swallow nest above my front door. Really? And That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. And they've come back for 21 years. And I need to do some research. You, Mr. Swift and Swallow and Martin, I don't know how yeah, long yeah. Swallow lives for. But it's clearly some of their children, their hatchlings that they breed out here during the summer months, they must be coming back because they come back every year around about the 18th of September. And they leave The property must year. be in a trust or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's in a trust. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the Passerine Trust. I'm gonna give them a name for their for their house. I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martin, it's such a delight and a pleasure to speak to you. You've got a wonderful fresh energy. Your wines are top, top, top class. Thank we you. We will much. taste and drink and talk. In fact, for the Biz News Wine Club, I'm going to use some of the Passerine wines for next month for July. All right. So I'll speak That's to you about those. But thank you very, very much. I'm sorry about the bad connection. Um, and no, please do be in touch because you're going to come and stay with me. When are you coming coming to Johannesburg next? Um, well, our GM Stephanie wants me to come up. I think I will probably we, we're gonna me and my family we're gonna go to the Trans Sky for a month in July, and then in August um, we, I have the the Vintners, and then but after that I think last two weeks of August or the first two weeks in September sounds perfect. Um, it's springtime, come for come for yeah, a few yeah. nights in spring, and we'll. We'll put all kinds of plans together. All right. Perfect. Thank awesome. You. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Cheers. Have a good week. I think you too. All right. Bye. Thank you.